It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Rangers are looking to get back to winning ways in the league When they head to Dundee But will Lee Griffiths play from the start In for Motherwell, host Ross County As Lee welcome Hearts And then a huge three game Sunday Which sees Celtic try to take advantage of home comforts Against Dundee United I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me in the studio is Gordon DL Mark Wilson and Hugh Keevans if the team at the top of the table Is playing the team at the bottom of the table Are you entitled to make assumptions About the outcome? I think you are If the top team is Rangers And the bottom team is Dundee Who haven't scored so much as a goal In their last five games Are you entitled to make any assumption About Livingston as they go To play Hearts after losing to Rangers Midweek in the Premier Sports Cup Yes you are again Because I think they'll get nothing at all at Tynecastle The only one I wouldn't make an assumption about Is Motherwell at home to Ross County Ross County got a really good draw against Hearts Last weekend And Motherwell will get an even better draw against Rangers So anybody's game yeah, some intriguing fixtures today Unusual to see Rangers playing away from home on a Saturday at 3pm But I don't think that will affect them against a Dundee side Who are obviously struggling to win games And score goals within those games also Hearts Livy is an intriguing one With Livy winning last week against Celtic They will take confidence But Hearts will look to keep pace with Rangers at the top And Motherwell I, I can't believe I was saying to Daz Looked at the results They are going great at the minute Can they keep that run going against Ross County? I think they will yeah, I, I totally agree. I think there's a lot of good fixtures um, this afternoon, Gordon. Um, I think that obviously Rangers top of the league playing Dundee bottom, struggling to score goals, not get a win yet, get knocked out of the cup midweek, confidence very low. So you'd imagine Rangers will go and be very confident to win that. Hearts Livingston, good game and the inform Motherwell at Far Park, three points on the board. Looking forward to this this afternoon. Some great games coming up, some great fixtures to look forward to tomorrow. We've even got the Ryder Cup on in the background as well All the usual fun First half, second half teasers And all the usual nonsense That comes on a Saturday afternoon Finished off by your chance To have your say on the open line A bit later But let's get stuck into Today's fixtures Only one place to start Dens Park for Dundee Against Rangers Alex Ray is alongside Andrew McLean Yeah well frustration Has really been the story Of Dundee and James McPake's season so far He's been pretty happy with their performances, if you don't count that 6-0 loss at Celtic Park, but they barely get any points to show for it. He's admitting himself he sounds like a bit of a broken record after games, and, and something needs to change as they look to get their first league win on the board. Three draws and three defeats from their opening six. There's also the side story of Lee Griffiths as well, charged by police after kicking a flare into the stand midweek. James McPake says he'd have no qualms about playing him in this game, and he's doing exactly that. As for Rangers, well, Stephen Gerrard says he's excited about the potential of his team this season, but admits they're yet to hit their stride they could be sharper in the final third they could be tighter at the back but they're still top of the league and are looking to extend that today they've only been here once under Steven Gerrard as well that was back in 2018 a one-all draw in that game as for team news one change for Dundee out goes McGowan and in comes Sweeney it's a change of shape for them as well 3-5-2 it looks it'll be today Adam Legdon's in goal the back three Lee Ashcroft Ryan Sweeney and Liam Fontaine then it'll be Cammy Kerr and Jordan Marshall as the wing backs with Jordan McGee Sean Byrne and Max Anderson the midfield three Paul McMullen supporting Lee Griffiths up top the substitutes Lawler sorry you could be 
Kubiak, McGowan, McCowan, Panther, Sheridan and Cummings. As for Rangers, two changes from that 2-0 win against Livingston midweek. Patterson and Wright drop out, Tavernier and Hadji come in. James Tavernier making his 300th Rangers appearance today. John McLaughlin continues in goal. That back four, James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Leon Balligan and Calvin Bassey. The midfield three, Glenn Kamara, John Lundstrom and Joe Arrivo, Kamar Roof and Yanis Hadji supporting Alfredo Morelos. The substitutes for Rangers at Dens Park today, McGregor, Patterson, Barisic, Davis, Bakuna, Wright and Sakala. Alex Ray, any surprises in, in those team lines for you? Uh, I think Rangers are pretty straightforward. I think Hadji coming in from uh, midweek, I thought he was a standout. He turned the match in Rangers' favour. Uh, Bassey comes back in at left back you also have Balligan uh, I think Lee Griffiths is the big talking point for me uh, back three for uh, Dundee a midfield five Paul McMillan will support him and then obviously all the kind of off the field issues he uh, been charged with Police Scotland uh, but James McPake has stood by his man and you know he'll be looking for some sort of return today uh, whether that's the right decision will be proven in time Well lots of talking points for this one today a three o'clock kickoff at Dens Park yeah, big game this Alex Ray I think Rangers clearly um, With a much improved second half performance Doing the business in the League Cup during the week But it was only six days ago There was that disappointment in the Premiership At home to Motherwell And lots of um, frustration around Rangers fans Phoning in Talking about how many points they, they could have Or should have And trying to take advantage of Celtic's sticky start to the season as well So um, big game, big incentive this afternoon yeah, absolutely. It's an opportunity, Gordon, to put pressure on the biggest rivals tomorrow. And uh, I think when we look over the course of the games that Rangers have played, they've had uh, good spells. Uh, I think they have to be a lot more clinical. And you're right, in the second half, the introduction of Hadji in midweek was a real boost that they had. Uh, I'm not quite sure how you put your finger on where Rangers are at the moment because they're going through periods of games where it's very flat, it's very one-paced. And for me, they have to get at uh, Dundee today because you're, as, as you said they're, they're the bottom of the table you have to impose your style on them but you have to say at home I think they've had three draws uh, against uh, Hibs Livingston and St Mirren so you know they're, they're capable of picking up points here uh, and you know when you look at it I watched the game last week against Dundee United and I thought they carved out a few good chances I thought they looked at the stronger team the team that was all going to go on and win it uh, Dundee so Rangers have to take this uh, in the right approach they have to be professional uh, and if you want to win leagues you have to come here and try and get uh, all, all three points Yanis Hadji then rewarded for his impact the other night I take it Gary McAllister waxing lyrical about him after the game Stephen Gerrard did something similar yesterday Alex in the, in the last few weeks we've heard from Stephen Gerrard at times talking about that final third and maybe you know trying to be a bit more creative with, with the killer pass or whatever so is that why he plays today? Yeah, absolutely, Gordon. I think it will take a few minutes to actually see what he can bring in that forward area. I think Rangers have been quite pedestrian when they got to that final third. They've lacked ideas. And I think by the introduction of Hadji, uh, I just feel as if he has craft and real technique. Uh, but I think more players have to do it. We've seen a little bit of Bakuna uh, the other night as well. little giving goes round out of the box. I think they have to do that against teams that are playing against a low block. I would expect that today, as I said earlier on, with the back three. That will then go back to a back five. And you'll have the midfield three with Millen dropping back in. So I think they're going to see a very similar uh, kind of approach from Dundee. They'll try and get up the pitch as much as possible, get support to Lee Griffiths. But it's important that Lee tries to bring other players into uh, uh, to play just to get that kind of their teammates up the pitch yeah he does play today from the start Alex obviously he was charged by police yesterday that becomes a kind of active uh, legal case so there's certain things that we would probably be wise to, to steer clear of of saying about that but you know he, he has issued an apology 
The simple football matter is that he plays this afternoon He will get a tough time from the Rangers fans And I guess the best way for him to handle this afternoon Is just to put the ball in the back of the net if he can Yeah, absolutely And uh, he'll be trying to do that You know, he's obviously been... uh, a lot of the headlines in the last couple of days, Gordon, and you know uh, where he is mentally, because obviously this is a serious issue. Uh, the managers put faith in him. The managers already on record, Gordon, is saying that you know we knew that this would come from opposition fans, but I'm not sure he would have expected Lee to react in the way he did uh, in Thursday night. So you're absolutely right. The only way that he can repay his manager for uh, the faith in him today, Gordon, as I said earlier on, I feel as if this is an opportunity for Lee Giffords to try and show what his manager. He, he already said in the summer when he came to Dundee. He wants to do his talking on the pitch. You know, it's okay saying that, but he, you know we haven't quite seen the evidence of that. He hasn't uh, scored a goal for Dundee, and the quicker he gets up and running, the better. But you have to be mindful of the off the field mm. issues because that draws negative attention to him and to Dundee. Well, let's hear from the managers then, starting with the home boss James McPeak. Steven Gerrard got them a formidable outfit. He say the least, but we've got a game plan. We want these games. Actually, these are the, the games we wanted back to the Premiership for. Rangers coming here, Celtic coming here, the Derbies. That's what I said in the interview after we got promoted. So, of course, we're excited, but we need to we need to have a game plan. We need to stick to that, and the fans will be behind us. That's not even popped in my head. Regardless whether you've won in no games in ten or you've won ten out of ten, this crowd get behind you, particularly when there's a big away support. They want to outsing them, and they want to they want to push us over the line. James McPake there, the home boss, welcoming Stephen Gerrard today. Well, there's a big three points at stake. Uh, that's the main focus for us. Um, obviously, Dundee have come up um, after last season and um, just finding the feet in the league, if you like. But we, we understand it'll be a tough game. I think last time we went here, we, we dropped a couple of points. So um, we know every away game in this league can be a different challenge, a different type of challenge. So it's one we need to be ready for. Um, but we go in feeling good about ourselves after after reaching the, the semi-final in midweek. Uh, let's go to Fir Park for Motherwell up against Ross County and check in with Roger Hanna. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to it, Gordon. I was here in the last day of last season when Ross County won 2-1. That secured their status in the Premiership for another season. Since then, they've changed manager again, Malky Mackay in the dugout, and he's brought in no fewer than 12 new players, a number of whom start the game this afternoon. As you said at the top of the show, they're still chasing a first win in the campaign despite those promising draws against St. Johnson, Aberdeen and Hearts. Uh, I noticed one of their defenders, Jack Baldwin, speaking yesterday of his experience of playing up against Motherwell frontmen Kevin Van Veen and Kane Woolery down south. Of course, Van Veen is really gathering cult status here at Fort Park. Woolery netted against Rangers at Ibrox last weekend and they're joined up top by Tony Waters. Already got three league goals this season. He's looking back to some of his best form. Motherwell, again, as you mentioned, really, really good form. You know, they won three in the spin before getting that priceless point at Ibrox last Sunday, coming from behind. And with the four teams directly below them all playing tomorrow, I think Graham Alexander said they could really cement their place in the top four with a win today. And that would represent a really, really promising start for the Steelman uh, they go with Liam Kelly in goal this afternoon as a back four Stephen O'Donnell Johanny O'Yala Ricky Lamy who's back into the team and Nathan McGinley in the midfield is Liam Grimshaw Callum Slattery and Mark O'Hara and then that front three Willery Van Veen and Watt on the bench it's Fox Carroll Maguire Donnelly Crawford Roberts and Amaluza and then Ross County only one change from that side to get the point against Hearts last week but we think it's going to lead to a change in formation Ben Payton the left back drops to the bench and there's a third centre half in the team Keith Watson comes in so it's Ashley Maynard Brewer 
In goal is a bag three, Keith Watson, Jack Bolgan and Alec Yakavite. Across the middle, Jack Burrows, Jordan Tilson, Harry Payton and Regan Charles Cook has been in terrific form this season. And then Blair Spittle, who scored two goals against Hearts last week and Ross Callahan in behind Jordan White. On the bench, it's Alex Samuel, Ben Payton, Clark, Hungbo, Robertson, Kankola and Laidlaw. And the referee at third part this afternoon is Craig Napier. Is this the type of fixture, Roger Hanna, where you, you really find out how serious Motherwell are about keeping up that Kind of charge towards the top of the table They've gone on a good run But if you're a type of team that, that believes you can get consistent results Away at Ibrox and beating Aberdeen With no disrespect to Ross County A home fixture against the Staggies Is one you're really looking to, to pick up all three points in Yeah, listen, I don't need to tell you The season's not too far gone Mother will finish second in the league They finished third in the league And when they were doing that kind of thing These were the games they were winning You have to make for Park a focus if there's ambitions not just finishing the top six this season but maybe even to get a little bit higher maybe even to joust with the, the Aberdeens and the Hibs and the Hearts for a European place if you're going to do that it's all well and good the bonus points come with the, the draws at Ibrox last Sunday the bread and butter is three points at home to Ross County uh, absolutely and uh, we're looking forward to that one and I must say Roger you've got to look out for this guy I want to give a very special mention uh, this afternoon to a gentleman called Andrew Ruthven it's his 90th birthday Hugh Keevans he's had a tough old time uh, yeah. over the last few months and he's out there at the game today with his grandson Eddie and others so we wish Andrew a happy birthday and hope he has a good day out Andrew from one old guy to another you have a great day uh, Roger Hanna there looking forward to Motherwell up against Ross County I'm sure Gordon Diel will be keeping a close eye on that one as well let's hear from Graham Alexander ahead of that one I've seen that being spoke about where, you know, all those tough fixtures and uh, and now it's not. Well, hopefully, it will continue because you know I, I don't want to think that we're pulled in with a group of teams that people think they should beat. Um, so for me, our challenge is to go and show that we're one of those tough fixtures as well, and that's uh, what I want my players to show. I believe we've had fixture, uh, tough fixtures. I think every team has had tough fixtures in this league. That, that's the reality. It's not a 24-team league where there's teams cut off at the bottom. It's so competitive. So, for me, I don't see um, tough and easy fixtures. But if we're getting chucked in with a potential easy fixture, then um, you know that burns a little bit. And for the first time this afternoon, let's go to the capital. Hearts against Livingston. Not too far for the visitors to travel. David Friel's keeping an eye on that one. Lovely day in the capital as well, Gordon. Sun's sun in the sky right now. Pitch looking perfect, and Hearts are looking to maintain their unbeaten start to the Premiership season. Three wins and three draws from their opening six games. Robbie Nielsen's side are sitting third just now, just a point off leaders Rangers. And this is a game with all due respect to Livingston, who obviously had that great result against Celtic last week. That Hearts will feel they can win. If the tough week, David Martindale's side, you know, they beat Celtic, but then losing to Rangers at Ibrox. But Hearts never find it easy against them. They've only beaten Livy once in the last six meetings between the sides. There's been four draws, three nil nils among them, and a five nil Livy win among those games. So. Hearts will need to bat their best. They've drawn their last two games against Hibs and Ross County and Robert Nielsen has made three changes from a Dingwall trip. John Suter isn't in the squad at all. I'm told it's just a quad injury and he failed a late fitness test. Gary McKay-Steven and Armand Nangeli also drop out. Michael Smith, Alec Cochrane and Cammy Devlin for his competitive debut come into the team. So Hearts are going to line up. I think 3-4-3. Craig Gordon in goals. Taylor Moore, Craig Halkett and Stephen Kingsley at the back. Michael Smith, Cammy Devlin, Benny Merrick, Beningamy and Alex Cochrane along the middle with Barry McKay and Ben Woodward. Woodburn behind Liam Boyce. The subs are Stuart, Herring, Walker, McInniff, GMS, Super Scoreboards, own Andy Halliday and Armand 
annually. For David Martindale, he, he described Tynecastle this week as a second home for him. He's here that much, only lives 15 minutes away in the capital, and he says he regularly brings his family to the stadium for Sunday lunch. Would you believe it? So we'll be hoping any kind of positive result is on the menu for his players today. He's made just two changes from the team that lost 2-0 at Ibrox in midweek. Jack McMillan and Ben Williamson, who was ineligible against his parent club, come in for Stefan Omionga and Christian Montano. So, Liverpool line-up, Max Stryak in goals with Nicky Devlin, Iobele, Jack Fitzwater and James Penrice along the back. Jack McMillan, Jason Holt, Adam Lewis and Ben Williamson in midfield with Odin Bailey behind Andrew Shinney. The subs for Levy are Barden, Kelly, Longridge, Montano, Omionga, Forrest and Anderson. And the referee at Tynecastle is Gavin Duncan. Ah, just when you thought you couldn't love David Martindale anymore, <laughs> he reveals that he regularly takes his family for Sunday lunch at Tynecastle. What a guy. Well, he might have Sunday lunch, but he's teased out on a Saturday there, so he's getting nothing. From that game today Oh that's brilliant uh, I mean the things uh, Each week Last week I was reading About him renovating the gym At Livingston This week He lunches at Tynecastle His family Oh He gets about him. Yeah Puts you to shame He certainly does And uh, I'll need to try that I'll need to maybe Nip up to Fur Park And see if I can Get a wee bit of lunch A wee discount maybe <laughs> And you uh, Incidentally I wonder if um, If they're listening They can make themselves known to David remember We had the gentleman on last night Who was walking From Hamden yes. I heard, yeah. To Tynecastle for the game today It was about 7 o'clock last night He was an hour outside Bells Hill he said So it's still had quite a long way to go He was going to be walking all through the night Was it for the Hearts Foundation yeah. or something? The, da- and, the um, Dazzler walked through the night in Bells Hill more Oh yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah For very different reasons it must be said the Ones that we can't actually talk about on a family show So thank you to David, Roger, Hannah, Andrew McLean and Alex Ray We are building up to the 3 o'clock kickoffs. We'll get all the guys involved and take a look at some of Scottish football's biggest talking points next. Action as it happens. And your reaction from five on the open line. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson, Hugh Evans, and Gordon DL are in the studio. We've got the top team out and about. If you keep an eye on the English Premier League, Man City have beaten Chelsea by a goal to nil. And perhaps more dramatically, Man United are about to lose, I think, is it finished... Uh, yeah, they're certainly about to lose at home to Aston Villa Who went one up in the 88th minute In time added on Man United then got a penalty Ronaldo's on the pitch But Bruno Fernandes took it And he missed So Man United nil Aston Villa won uh, Yeah, quite incredible There um, Let's go back out and about. In fact, I tell you what Something we never do on a Saturday Before we go back out and about I mentioned this before the break We've even had tweets in asking about it Remember Danny last night Who was walking from Hamden to Tynecastle yeah, through the night for the game today. Yeah. Well, Brian was his his pal. Brian was part of the walking group as well. And Brian joins us on the line very quickly before we move on. Brian, have you made it? Yeah, we've made it. <sighs> Good. Well done. How how tough was it? Oh, mentally tough. Honestly, <laughs> at times I I just thought we were only going to make it, but as a team we we helped each other through. Uh, and how long did that take then, Brian? Overall. Uh, it took about 20, 19, 20 years. Oh. <laughs> so, so we just made it high And bear in mind, this is a family show, so you can't swear. How sore are your feet? I should say I've got blisters on two, <laughs> two, two sets of my feet, so uh, everywhere. And I've got the, the plasters on them, and oh, honestly, I'm struggling to walk. Now, remind everyone it was for a good cause Brian, what was it in aid of? It was in aid of the Big Hearts Community Trust Yep 
So they do a lot of work with mental health, uh, kids in poverty, uh, dementia. It's it's really I've noticed yeah. the work they've done in the past couple of years on social media, mm-hmm. and I just asked a few of my work, my best pals at work, if they wanted to take part. Ah, brilliant! Good on you. The lot of you will done. That is a great effort now. Hopefully Harps and Livingston's entertaining enough And it doesn't send the guys to sleep Because they will be knackered Brian, Danny and the rest of the guys Well done, great cause, great effort Yeah, magnificent uh, 19 to 20 hours uh, For a good cause They're putting in a good effort So well done to all concerned yeah, Some shift, doesn't it? Un- unreal I couldn't believe when he says 19 to 20 hours That's incredible mm. uh, yep. No wonder his feet's so. Do you think you would see some sights taking that route during the night? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I when you mentioned Bells Hill, I mean, I can see that being from that neck of the woods, and then mm-hmm. you're right up in Hart Hill, oh. down that way, Whitburn oh. roundabout. And basket. then you would get to Edinburgh just as uh, the sun was coming up. You walk through Morningside; they'd all be having a skinny latte there, and you could walk past. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> anyway, well done again to the guys. They'll hopefully enjoy Hearts against Livingston this afternoon. We do have some other. Uh, big games as well um, Alex Ray A few more things to elaborate on Perhaps from The Game at Dens Park Alan McGregor Not back in the Starting 11 yet At what stage Do we read more into that? It's difficult to say Gordon You know You look at McGregor uh, Sorry McLaughlin rather He uh, has come in When uh, asked upon And he's done really well I think his clean sheet record Is incredible uh, so you've got an able uh, understudy there, if you like. And, uh, you know, I'm not exactly sure because I said to Andrew when we were writing down the teams, he says, obviously, maybe saving for midweek. Uh, but as a goalkeeper at his age, for me, have to play more uh, often than not due to the fact that, you know, he's not getting any more supple as he's getting older. So, you know, uh, uh, mentally sharp as well. So it's an interesting one because they keep chopping and changing this position, Gordon. And we've, we've had callers on the show where... People are saying they want that back line, they want the goalkeeper uh, pretty much nailed on every week so that there's not that chopping and changing, that uncertainty. Because one of the things you can say over the opening uh, couple of months of the season is that Rangers have shipped more goals than they would have liked and it may well be down to that uncertainty. Yeah, remember this happened at the start of, was that last season or the season yeah. before? And we it actually led to, in hindsight, what was a crazy conversation about whether John McLaughlin was the Rangers number one. And Alan McGregor came back and was... Outstanding, and you know, made you laugh to think that that discussion ever took place. I think if you're um, is, blessed, that, is, that, is that the same again? I think if you're blessed with two good goalkeepers, then oh, yeah, why not? Uh, occasionally alternate. I was watching. Is, anyway, but, but is John McLaughlin on Alan McGregor's level? I mean, he's a good goalkeeper, yeah, but is he? But is he on co- that level? Coincidentally, I was watching an old Hull City game from four years ago on telly during the week. What a life you live, honestly. And, Rock and roll. That sounds and, awful. McGregor was in goal for Hull And David Marshall was on the bench mm. So Hull at that time were blessed With having two great goalkeepers And uh, an element of rotation took place I don't think it undermines McGregor To sit on the bench I don't think it weakens him Or his position uh, When the time is right Stephen Gerrard will bring him back But today at Dundee I was at Celtic Park on Thursday night I'm not sure that Joe Hart touched the ball in 90 minutes He could have donated his fee to charity um, But Today I do not think That John McLaughlin will be much troubled by Dundee So Yeah that's, To be fair Alex I'm, I'm not asking the question Because I think that will cost Rangers the game today Just more Of the, the fact that the way Alan McGregor played last season And finished last season People were 
people were using phrases like you know the the best British goalkeeper out there and talking about how he's getting better and some of the saves in Europe. Naturally, if you're not fully fit, your understudy's going to come in and play. But you just Hugh says that will revert at, at the right moment. But I just wonder when that right moment will be. I honestly don't know, Gordon. But uh, you look at the both of their appearances; they've played six apiece. McLaughlin are going to uh, represent them for seven, uh, so they've been kind of mixed and matched where the both of them have actually played. Uh, I think Alan McGregor uh, would probably like to play more games, Gordon, but I think in some ways as well, I think the goalkeeping coach uh, will be trying to protect him. Uh, you know, he's not getting any uh, any younger. And uh, for me, it's just, I think that's the case. You know, we've seen this last year, but there will come a point, Gordon, where you have to have a number one on a, a more regular basis. Uh, and I think that will end up settling down. Because when you mention some of the, the saves that he'd produced last year, they were incredible for a guy his age. Uh, we often hear about his professionalism and about the place. And one of the things as well, when they're not performing well, what I do like about McGregor is he's no slow in front of people. We've seen him post-match when he's called out the team and, and so forth. So he's got that mentality that he brings. And I'm sure he's bringing that in a, in a day-to-day uh, training capacity. But it's an interesting thing. But to answer your question, I'm not exactly sure when you'll have him more on a regular basis. And I can't imagine, Alex, there have been too many occasions where Stephen Davis has not started two games in a row for Rangers. Um, People keep saying, mentioning his age, he's going to have to slow down at some point. Is the emergence during the week there of of John Lundstrom into a performance which many people said was his best in a Rangers shirt, does that allow this to happen? Does that make it a bit easier? Yeah, Gordon, I was on the show on Monday night and I said I felt as if it was a chance to maybe take Stephen out of the equation. That was 13 games... Uh, in seven weeks you know it was a remarkable return for a guy of his age we've mentioned McGregor but Davis is in the middle of the park you know he's been representing his country he's been travelling away he's been away with Rangers as well so you know something had to give there I think the emergence of Lundstrom you know the last couple of appearances he's actually kind of Leon get stronger as the game wore on and then the other night as well and uh, I still think there's a lot more to come for Lundstrom you know I think it's been a slow burner but pl- people are actually starting to see what he can bring to the table you know he just sits in that kind of quarterback area and allows uh, Kamara and Aribo to go uh, and do their stuff a little bit more advanced and he gives you that uh, protection in the middle of the park and uh, Hugh we live in a uncomplicated part of the footballing world Correct. where if Rangers win today it just makes it even more important that Celtic do the same tomorrow and of yep. course they get into this game as favourites the home league form hasn't really been under question no. it's the other stuff um, but nevertheless when one plays on a Saturday And the other one plays on a Sunday It's the way it's always been And it's the way it'll continue to be The, the Rangers fans demand That they go seven points Away from Celtic They'll ignore all of the teams In between Celtic and Rangers On the league table Because they know that Hearts and Hibs and Aberdeen Will all bottle it eventually uh, So they're only interested in Celtic So they're seven points uh, Adrift Celtic If Rangers win today Now tomorrow a lot of pressure on Celtic uh, against Dundee United because the league table has an L for loss, a W for win and a D for draw. It doesn't have another category that says, oh, that's a shame, he's got a lot of injuries, Ange Postacoglu. It doesn't matter how many injuries he has. Celtic have to win mm. tomorrow. Nothing else will be satisfactory to the Celtic supporters. Mm. It will matter to him though, Roger Hanna, and it's been a week in which, although Celtic beat Wraith Rovers in the Cup The after effects from the defeat to Livingston It felt like they were They were vibrating all week on the show And people talking about philosophy And whether it's the right approach And then of course 
that there are those other factors like Jackamakis, who's not been able to play yet, then gets injured in the warm up ahead of what should have been his his debut. It's um it's it's been quite quite the time. Yeah, I thought Ange Postecoglou was, was a bit downbeat after the win against the Rovers on Thursday night, Gordon. Uh, he summed it up quite well by saying he feels as if he's walked under a ladder. His luck is so bad. Um, Callum McGregor, of course, has signed this new five-year deal. He's out, probably won't be back for Leverkusen on Thursday night either. Still no James Forrest, no sign of Chris Julien coming back into the team. Giacomacus, as you say, injured in the warm-up. Mikey Johnson injured in training before the game again. Greg Taylor still out as well. So everywhere he turns, there seems to be an injury problem, particularly, and it goes back to the Kyogo injury the other week, Gordon, particularly in forward areas. He didn't have a striker to turn to on the bench, I don't think, in the defeat at Livingston. He then had Giacomacus on the bench in midweek, who got injured in the warm-up and, and couldn't come on. He might have to go against the United tomorrow without any attacking options on the bench so it is a problem for him without doubt and David Friel this won't be anywhere near the last time we have this discussion this season but everyone said when Ange Postacoglu took over and looked at the size of the rebuild that he quite simply was going to need time I didn't see anyone on this show or, or any other tipping Celtic to win the league and yet by late September we're already asking how much time You know, and that's just I suppose that's the way it is here but he will we'll have to block out some of that will he not? Yeah, well, but I, th- I think what happened was Celtic were so impressive for that spell when, you know, beating Dundee and St Mirren and Furuhashi's playing and I think everybody then started to think, is this going to turn a little bit quicker? Is he going to get his stamp and things a little bit quicker? But I always personally thought it was going to take two or three windows for him to get his own team and get Celtic playing the way he wanted. But again, in this part of the world, you don't really get that time. But I do think he was almost, uh, you know, judged, misjudged. Due, due to the way Celtic were playing the way Celtic were scoring goals and now he's lost a lot of players like Edward, Ryan Christie and this is sometimes gets forgotten Celtic have lost good players and, and Giacomacchus will take time to settle Jota will take time to settle you don't just replace guys like that straight away and I would also say as well Gordon I think Celtic lost 12 players and brought 12 in but I still think they need 2 or 3 because I think the squad's light Yeah I mean that, that's interesting Mark what do you make of that theory because had Celtic um, did they make a rod for their own back a little bit where the expectation levels got Got raised artificially By those convincing wins You know if Celtic had Progressively built And, and bubbled away Maybe got a 1-0 here And a 2-0 and, and sort of Built on it But what it did was It it allowed Celtic fans To get excited It got a lot of people Talking about Ange Ball And then when that stops mm. going Well everybody else says Ha ha Where's your Ange Ball now and, and all that sort of stuff Well to be fair I think they were right To be excited Because you could clearly See the change In the way Celtic Were playing from last season to this season When they Especially at home The way they moved the ball The way they got people Into different areas It does look exciting But He's just in That's that, That's not going to happen Every single week But I, I think it gave Celtic fans A glimpse Of what's to come If this guy can Can do that In that short space of time When he gets everybody back His full quota players And maybe A couple more in January Then It does look promising The signs are good But Listen I've, I've listened to you over the past week And he's right He has to be able to tweak That philosophy and system as well With those same players When it comes to bigger games And away from home So Yeah it, the, the supporters will be a bit downtrodden Because winning is what matters At the end of the day and, and looking at the league table And seeing Celtic where they are Albeit only six games in Is still Not good enough So I agree with you Tomorrow is a big day um, Performance probably isn't 
isn't the, the be all and end all But three points is And it's finding ways to win When players are sidelined And in the physio room Is the most important thing Once all those players are back It may well click into place But for now it's winning There might come a day of reckoning When we'll go over all the old ground But just how badly uh, The Celtic board have reacted Since the, uh, the end of last season And that all of the nonsense surrounding Eddie Howe but we are where we are and the, the fans are looking at six games played, 50% of them lost. Now, they have to maintain the good form at home. The away form he will need to attend to by uh, addressing the way Celtic play. But at home, it's an unforgiving crowd tomorrow. They're only interested in one thing, just keeping that foothold on the title race. You don't want to slip any further. Therefore, Dundee United, I thought they were very good in the, the Dundee Derby. Got a great result for Tam Courts. Uh, they lost to Hibs midweek in the Premier Sports Cup, but the performance was still of a very good level. And Celtic's main worry tomorrow, I think, is I looked at them again midweek. Abada and Yorta are easy in the eye and opportunistic in front of goal as well. A Yeti. Doesn't work It just doesn't work The only th- the other argument To go against that Hugh They've scored 16 goals They've scored more goals Than MDLs in, in the Premier League Just now So something certainly works I'm with David 12 of those came in Two games Gordon. Yeah but there's, there's, It doesn't matter Many games are coming there's, They've still scored 16 goals And they've only conceded Four um, He has You know He's not got his strongest side Of, of course he's He's laboured with some injuries it's, it's a journey for me for this it's, uh, This isn't a quick fix I'm with David Friel He needs more players in as well Okay 20 minutes to kick off In the three big games In the Premiership We will go back Around the grounds next The team with the biggest support In Glasgow and the West This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Fast approaching kickoff in the three o'clock games. Hugh Keevens, Mark Wilson, and Gordon DL are in the studio. We've got the top team all around the grounds as well. Three big games in the Premiership, three big games in the Championship. Air United, Morton, Dunfermline, Hamilton, and Inverness against Queen of the South. We had a big game last night. It was nil nil between our Broth and Kilmarnock. I watched it. All of it when the Super Scoreboard finished, they went home. Was it better or worse than the Hull game from four years ago that you watched? <laughs> Listen, this week? it was one of the highlights of the Hull game. <laughs> I got the the full coverage of Arbroath and Kilmarnock, and I thought, do you know what? I'm glad I watched it because it was a nice wee advert for Scottish football. An enthusiastic crowd. Uh, it's great to see Dick Campbell, the Arbroath manager, so enthusiastic, uh, and Joel Nubley up front for Arbroath. Uh, terrific to watch. Uh, Kilmarnock Very lucky to get away With that 0-0 draw And the, the crowd lapped it up And good on them It was good entertainment Did you ever play there Mark? Yes I did uh, uh, Hardest place in the world To go and get a result well, I, rem- I remember in the winter The wee guy in the boat mm. Sits in the boat Here we are to test your knowledge Who does Joel Nubley Represent internationally? Oh, France <laughs> Seriously you think, you think he's been capped by France But plays for our broth Is it Nigeria? No Someone sent me this last night So I hope it's right Joel Nubley Currently up front for our both Represents Cascadia An independence movement Within the USA and Canada Oh <laughs> I just a made up team uh, I we'll think get so. that and beat the point So it sounds like you, It sounds like you can um, Just form a national team And join sort of <laughs> Oh I tell you what There's mileage in this For us oh, yeah. 
think we could Just make up one Yeah, go yeah Why it. not right okay um, We are building up to the three o'clock games In the Scottish Premiership Enough about that Motherwell against Ross County Roger Hanna I was just wondering um, I should have prepared you for this one During the week I'm going to kind of throw it on you On behalf of Real football fans And, and purists everywhere Can you make sure you've got your stopwatch on To count the amount of dead time In that game this afternoon I won't be able to sleep tonight Unless you tell me <laughs> this has really irritated you has it the, the complaints about Motherwell wasting time at Ibrox during the 1-1 draw last Sunday afternoon I'm sure it will be in Motherwell's interest to keep the ball in play as often as they can this afternoon and I think I'm particularly looking forward to seeing this front three Graham Alexander has been waxing lyrical about him even before the draw at Ibrox last week Tony Watt in very good form interesting to see if he could maybe gatecrash Steve Clark's Scotland plans before the end of the year Kevin Van Veen, uh, it hasn't been seen as much as some other fans would like down to injury, but he does start today and he has made an impact on all the games he's featured in so far. And then, of course, there's Kane Ruler who scored the goal at Ibrox last week with gained Motherwell a point. You might actually be in for an interesting afternoon because I know everyone was horrified, truly horrified, to find out there was 51 minutes of dead time uh, between Rangers and Motherwell last week, Roger. Did you know that in Ross County's game against Hearts, there was four minutes more than that? So you're going to hardly have any football to watch this afternoon. <laughs> I look forward to whatever action we get here at Fort Park this afternoon. Yeah, all looking forward to that one. Motherwell taking on Ross County, as Roger says. Motherwell in good form, the likes of Van Veen, Tony Watt. But uh, a good draw for Ross County against Hearts last week. Malky McKay's had to do a lot of recruitment over the summer. Uh, so we will keep a, a keen eye on that one and see how that pans out this afternoon. I think it'll be a good game But I think Motherwell have got too much uh, For them Gordon I think they're getting into this game Full of confidence uh, Three victories and a draw um, You can't be in better form than that And uh, the front three that Roger Talking about Create chances today They will score goals I think that The relegation battle already Is Ross County and Dundee uh, So I really expect Motherwell To go stamp their authority Get the three points and it's a case of uh, climbing the table again because with Hibs not playing until tomorrow, doesn't matter if Rangers and Hearts win, Motherwell would climb above Hibs. Then a, a great run just now, Motherwell. When you look back to that game and was it the League Cup at Dens Park against Dundee, and and we were hearing that they were getting booed off, uh, and you thought what what was in store for Motherwell fans this season? The run they've put together uh, has been amazing, and I was surprised at Daz last week saying that was his result of the week that topped. Livy against Celtic Because I I thought Motherwell With the run they were on Were capable uh, Of going and maybe Getting something at Ibrox So Fair play to them I can't see them uh, Getting anything other than Three points today I go back to your theory That we live in an Uncomplicated part of the world Gordon Because Rangers dropped two points Time wasting became an issue From supporters who then confess That when Rangers need to time waste They approve of it 100% Sorry I was drinking my water there I thought he was about to elaborate I'm very unprofessional of me um, Let's go back to Tynecastle We'll hear from the two managers first Robbie Nielsen I'm expecting a tough game You know they had a brilliant result on Sunday there Against Celtic You know and then Went to park They threw the Ibrox And I was there watching it And for 50-60 minutes You know they were 0-0 Although they You know they didn't have a massive threat going forward They shut Rangers off So We know it'll be a tough game We've got a lot of scalps this season And you know, I think at the start of every year, look at them and say they're potential teams that, that will go down, but they, they always prove people right. You know, so it's, we know it's going to be a, a tough game. They've been in the, the Premier League now for probably three or four years consistently, so they've got that experience. 
So Robbie Nielsen there Up against David Martindale Sometimes he's a football manager Sometimes he builds gyms In football stadia Sometimes he goes to rival football grounds For Sunday lunch How's he feeling ahead of this game? Joe Savage has been in And Robbie's there And I think you can see The director of the football roles Working for Hearts Got a massive budget And they can attract They can attract decent players They can play decent wages And I think What I will say is I thought I think they've spent their money Very well this year and that's the biggest thing for me. The recruitment seems to... They've got that bang on, but they've got the money to be able to do that. But fair play to them, they seem to have got that right behind the scenes this year. Uh, so that's another one we're looking forward to. Hearts up against Livingston, Robbie Nielsen. Up against David Martindale, as you heard. Um, everyone keeps looking, Hugh, for when the when the living magic dust wears off. It's just, it's a shame. It, you know, it kind of happened with Hamilton Ackies to draw the comparison... Is this the season? Is this the season? David Martindale's been... I think he he stated for a fact they will not be relegated this season. Well, he cannot state for a fact that they will not be relegated. Well, he can do he, everything else by the sounds of it, so why not? six games. Um, he better not jeopardise his table in the restaurant tomorrow by getting too smart against Hearts at Tynecastle. I mean, the discount will be off the table along with his lunch. Uh, but <laughs> this, I think... Might be the season But then again There are others down there uh, Ross County St Mirren And Dundee Who have not exactly Pulled up any trees either uh, So When he's capable Of playing a midfield player Andrew Shinney Up front And beating Celtic With the midfield player Up front And he scores the goal Then It's Proof that anything can happen But I just don't see him getting anything out of Hearts at Tynecastle. Okay, let's leave it there then. Hearts against Livingston, Motherwell against Ross County and Dundee Rangers all kicking off in the next few minutes. We will go back to Dens Park next. The winning team all season long. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Moments away from kickoff in the three o'clock matches. Let's go back to Dens Park and get a final preview with Andrew McLean and Alex Ray. Well, the teams are out on the pitch. Dundee in their usual dark blue home strip. Rangers in that purple away strip for this one. I'll run through the teams for you quickly. Adam Legden starts in goal for Dundee. Lee Ashcroft, Ryan Sweeney, and Liam Fontaine. The back three: Kanikea and Jordan. Yeah, struggling to hear Andrew McLean above the crowd noise. I don't know. Maybe it's that noise, that noisy. Uh, maybe there's one or two technical difficulties, but I think we got the gist of it. Um, as the teams are out, as he already says, um, and Rangers in that unfamiliar purple strip. They did. They wore it. Was that the Malmo game as well? When you, they were yeah. forced mm-hmm. to wear it or something, and ended up not going. Uh, too well They'll be hoping That's not some sort of Omen going forward um, As Andrew was Just about to do They're running through The teams uh, I can do that for you I think In, in the absence of Andrew's broadcast So Legsden's in goal uh, Fontaine, Sweeney and Ashcroft Cammy Kerr Max Anderson Sean Byrne Jordan McGee Jordan Marshall Paul McMullen Supporting Lee Griffiths On the bench Killian Sheridan Luke McCowan Paul McGowan Ian Lawler Alex Kubiak, Jason Cummings and Corey Panter for the visitor Rangers this afternoon. John McLaughlin and goals a back four of Tavernier, Goldson, Balligan, Bassey. Midfield three, Kamara, Lundstrom, Aribo, and Hadji behind Morelos and Roof. Uh, the subs, Scott Wright, Janino Bakuna, Alan McGregor, Borna Barisic, Stephen Davis, Nathan Patterson, and Fashion 
Sakala. Let's get this one up and running, shall we? Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Book your face fit and mask service online now. So, Hugh Evans, what are you going? You've only got three games in the Premiership, only three matches to get right. What's the ACA looking like? Away win for Rangers at Dens and two home wins. Hearts to beat Livy and Motherwell to beat Ross County. Mark Wilson. Same as you. I think it's pretty straightforward today. Straightforward and ACA as we've had for a while. I'm going Rangers to beat Dundee, Hearts Livy draw, and Motherwell to beat Ross County. Mm. Uh, McMullen had a shot from the edge of the box already Meaning in 15 seconds Dundee have had more shots against Rangers Than Livy did in the 90 plus minutes <laughs> the other night. So there we go Dundee signalling their intentions early on uh, With a Paul McMullen well, shot You know they haven't been cast adrift They are no. bottom of the league But they haven't been cast adrift They've also apart from the Celtic game They've not been getting battered left right and centre They've been no. in most of the games Yeah so you know I, I know that I'm led to believe that James McPake Took it pretty badly midweek um, but he's uh, he's still got the players there. Uh, if they dig in, uh, I just don't think that they can do it today. I think it's too great a golf. Um, but he has to remember that he, he is bottom, but not adrift. Tell you what, the lively start for McMullen. He had the shot right away, and then he gets to the byline, flashes one across, and Lee Griffiths with a kind of a, a snapshot header, if you like. But a snapshot header is that, is that, that a term? What's a snapshot header? Maybe I just made that term up yeah, Sounded, yeah, sounded alright When I ran it by my brain <laughs> Didn't quite sound as good I was one of those ones you were hoping nobody uh, I, I know Gordon's yeah. too quick for that no. uh, Sorry about that Right uh, Hugh Evans. before we go any further Let's get our house in order The first half teaser With Sunday's Scottish Sun Free goals pull out plus Davy Province Frank and Fearless Column Big weekend for sport I think you'll have to be very very careful And listen to this question Uh, There's a lot to digest And a lot of answers Since and including The 2014 World Cup Nine goalkeepers Have played in a World Cup Or at the Euros And also played in Scotland At some point in their career So since and including the 2014 World Cup Nine goalkeepers have played in a World Cup Or at the Euros And also played in Scotland at some point in their career Name them Great question Really good question Producer Callum showed me in the, the office answers. yesterday The question is Do you think this is too hard? And I said no I said our listeners are more than capable of that Albeit it is tough But our listeners will do it So at Clyde SSB You need all of the names on one tweet You send it to At Clyde SSB And you try and do it Before everyone else does That's the, the name of the game So oh. At Clyde SSB Send it over And see if you can win The first half teaser There are one or two Absolute crackers In particular On that list That's all I'm telling you That's very difficult I mean Gordon DL is He yeah. always looks blank But he, he, way more blank <laughs> yeah. Than usually He's, he's Mark, actually mouth open I just stayed in right I've written down here. a name yeah. And it's, it's A well known name uh-huh. But the way he looked at me It's Almost if you've never heard of that guy No I I have heard him What I've done is I've not really listened To the question If I'm totally honest That's not correct 
That's <laughs> not correct. You're off in the time frame, I think, just. Yeah. I saw 2014. I saw yeah. yeah. I just didn't listen to the question correctly enough. That's what I would say. Let here. me run it past you Shock. again. Thank you, Hugh. Since and including the 2014 <laughs> World Cup, nine goalkeepers have played in a World Cup or at the Euros and also played in Scotland at the same time. Yeah, point. I've got one right away. Uh, we only asked you the question five minutes ago. Anyway, at Clyde oh SSB, <laughs> still goalless in all of our matches, as you would expect so early. Dundee are on the front foot, though, at least trying to, to go at Rangers early on. Um, Nil-nil after about four minutes in that one. Hearts, Livingston and Motherwell, Ross County as well. Oh, or is it? Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Motherwell 1, Ross County 0 And for those who don't get to see the Steelmen very often Keep an eye out for this guy this season Callum Slattery 20 yards mm. out Top corner Puts Motherwell in front This is the one Mark Wilson I told the story earlier on in the season when they signed him Motherwell paid money A transfer fee Probably not very much To Southampton for this guy mm. In the summer Gave him a long term contract And If you watched him closely you can, t- you can tell there's a player there And uh, oh, 20 wow. yards out Top corner Inside three minutes Motherwell won Ross County nil Yeah well Motherwell scouting department Deserve huge credit Over the years And for them to Actually want to spend money On this guy Shows you Like you say there Gordon What a talent he must be So Off and running this afternoon And I fully expected Motherwell to win that game The run they're on And it, it continues Or so it seems uh, Just now Yeah Take that Gordon DL oh, For a I'll, start I'll do That's what you're looking for Roger Hannah sitting there He'll be excited to watch the famous Motherwell play this afternoon <laughs> At Fir Park That grass is lush Is looking beautiful The grass is lush It's tailor made for football Mark. Are, are you booked into your lunch tomorrow? Well, <laughs> I'm hoping Burroughs is listening to this It's tailor made for football And what a start for Graham Alexander I must admit I am really struggling this afternoon Because we, thanks to the beauty of pay-per-view now We've obviously got Dundee Rangers on in the studio As you would expect And sometimes, selfishly, I'll use my own computer here mm. And I'll stick the Motherwell game on there And I'll try and keep an eye on both And I've obviously got the kind of news channels on Keeping us across all the different scores mm. Which means I don't have a screen for the Ryder Cup oh. And it's stressing me out Because I assumed that I would So the Ryder Cup is on Motherwell are winning And I can see neither at the moment It's not stressing you out as much as the Ryder Cup Is stressing out Podrick Harrington Because it's all going Yeah I yeah. had my day planned tomorrow That looks like it's it's not going to happen, Gordon. Yeah, listen, I think there will be a bit of a crossover. A lot of our audience will be interested. I won't dwell on it too long, but you'll have seen it last night. Went into today with the USA 6-2 up in the this morning's foursomes. Um, America lead in two, Europe lead in one, and the fourth one is all square. Um, but the one that Europe lead in, Hovland and Wiesberger against Thomas and Spieth, three up through six holes in that one, Gordon. So that's going not too badly. Uh, Ram and Garcia are back They're now only one down Against Kepka and Berger They point. were three down uh, But sadly Casey and Hatton Three down To Dustin Johnson Colin Morikawa And like I said The last one Westwood Fitzpatrick Shoffley and Cantley All square But it got me thinking As always Because mm. I know that's maybe Not everyone's cup of tea So let's introduce it To a football audience In tribute to the Ryder Cup Which mm. is undeniably One of the great sporting events Of every other year I'm sure you would agree what would be your dream four ball in golf? If you had to go for 18 holes with three other people to make up your four ball, who would it be? 
If you head over to Twitter at Clyde SSB, you can see a fairly humorous black and white picture of <laughs> us uh, <laughs> mocked up as golfers. And uh, I want you to tweet me, tweet me at Clyde SSB and tell me, in tribute to the Ryder Cup, which is on this weekend, maybe you can put a football spin on this. Who would be your dream golf four ball? I have to turn in Mark Wilson, who said he thought that was a real photo <laughs> of me and not a mock up. <laughs> I tell you what, go on and have a look at this photo. It is. What Hugh wears a, a real, On a, a regular occasion A real so. photo is, is he holding a, a golf club You ever played golf Hugh? No, no. You no never, the, the, There's the a close. lot of things in life You have not really done uh, the, I, I played uh, At Dalmuir Which is a municipal course Yeah And these were pals of mine Taking me out to learn The rudiments of golf And at the ninth Hole At the Royal Dalmuir As it was known To the People <laughs> there Uh I decided that golf was not for me and there's a wee hole in the hedge where you can go and you can be down in the bar not, <laughs> not far away you seem to have lived your life with this rule because you jumped in a car once and, and left his driving test driving's not for me <laughs> for, golf's not for me have I had the perseverance <laughs> well you see part of this uh, my my uh, three pals for the four ball uh, will, will include a driver because Lord Lift must have a driver That's true Okay going. So Do you want me to tell you my three? Oh, go, go on then yeah Well the driver uh, Because I've known him for decades And because he's Mary Hill and I'm Partick And he's the, the, the man that I love talking to and travelling with And he's also a teetotaler So Jim Duffy would be the first one there Aww. Because I mean Duffy, anyone Duffy. in the world he could, Hold Seriously? on Seriously I mean, I love Jim Rick. Get out of here! Let him finish. Jim Duffy, right? He's going to drive us back after what will be a good day of golf and a good night out. And that's why I'm having Tony Bennett with me as well. Oh. Because <laughs> Ever seen Jim Duffy and Tony, Tony Bennett? Tony Bennett, Duff, turn right to the lights here. Tony, Be- Tony Bennett. <laughs> Just San Francisco. Tony there. Bennett can give us a right good tune. And last of all, I'm having Scott Brown. Because what? it would give us give us eighteen holes to walk around and talk about our differences in the past and how we might resolve this as old men going forward. <laughs> and the only stipulation I have is that the round of golf must not take place at Loch Lomond or anywhere near water. It must be an inland course somewhere. In case Bruni gets any more thoughts about actually drowning me well uh, we've peaked already because you're, you're not going to get a more random combination than that I don't think so uh, Tony Bennett Jim <laughs> Duffy who I do love by the way but uh, he's keeping some pretty good company and uh, Hugh Keevans along uh, with Scott uh, Brown I think, I think you'll need to get Tony Bennett a buggy how old is he now? <laughs> 95 I think you'll need to get is him a buggy is he actually 95? Yeah, he is 95 yeah. wow yeah. Gordon Yell, what would yours be? because listen th- I'm giving you a blank canvas here you can <laughs> You can make it golfers You can make it footballers A combination of both It's really up to you What are you going for? Well I've had a fantastic four In La Manga As I said the other night there uh, What about golf? <laughs> <laughs> we played golf the next day And it was it was a good game as well um, I had Dalglish Hansen And David O'Leary But oh, That's I, pretty good You've actually lived that then well, you were playing with it. Yeah, yeah we Why? Uh, well, how did you come across that company? Because Douglas has got a house uh, La Manga They used to go every year And we'd go into a restaurant And obviously they recognised me Sitting over in the corner Come over, had a blether Talking about golf They said, look, we're playing I would love you to join yeah, us You're bad. real good fun 
Um, <laughs> good fun. <laughs> so uh, we played five, five, and five. It was, it was. By the way, I'll tell you what. Hansen is a terrific player, but I would probably one of my uh, picks would no doubt be Dustin Johnson. For reasons only known to myself, he watched the opening ceremony. I think. <laughs> yeah. So I would have Dustin Johnson. Uh, I would probably have. I'd need someone there with a bit of character. I'll need to try and think of the other. Hugh Evans. Uh, someone no, you want no. with, maybe. Wouldn't you have you? No, no. <sighs> I've seen you play. Um, I, what is it you call him on the golf course? Oh, straight arms. I've I've never seen him to swing the club like this before in my life. He still owes me money for the driver I gave him. Um, I, I gave you a bike for the driver, though. No, remember? No, you did not. That's, that's, not, that's what you seem to forget. Honestly, wait. I, I regret bringing these things up. I, I, I gave him an actual bike. No, and but he gave me a driver. Right, okay, but he's still children, children, children. We'll settle this later. Hurry up and finish your four ball before it's six o'clock. Um, I would probably have Alec Ray. What? Yeah. Why? Because I beat Alec. He's not very good. I heard he was terrible there. Day. Um, who else? I'm trying to think. Who would you have, Matt? Oh, forget it. Right, we'll get back. You're taking too long. A uh, couple of updates from the game. Hugh, things in the last few moments. Lee Griffiths actually had a really good chance. Yeah. The ball to the back post. He couldn't quite adjust quickly enough, and it just ended up in McLaughlin's arms. And then up the other end, Kamal Roof with a shot wide. Yeah, um, I think he took a deflection as well, but he didn't get a corner. Um, we also had a head injury to John Lundstrom, but he, uh, thankfully he's fine. Uh, and Dundee still in this, uh, and they're not uh, too concerned by Rangers and the near things. And uh, they've now got from Fontaine a long throw in into Rangers' box. I think Lee Griffiths will be desperately disappointed with that chance. The back post it was another one. snapshot header If you like At the back post But I think he, he had more time Than he actually thought When he peeled off uh, Off the back of Rangers defender And he, he may have Had time to take a touch And quickly finish But he chose to head it So Bit of let off there For Rangers Early on Another headed chance and That jo- was a good chance Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, John McLaughlin Eventually Smothers the ball So Dundee Continuing to Take the game to Rangers 13 minutes in It's anything but A one-sided match Yeah no chances really At Hearts against Livingston Just kind of Cancelling each other out At the moment So Not a great deal happening there Motherwell are a goal up And goalless between Dundee and Rangers um, Down the divisions Edinburgh City Have taken the lead Against Annan uh, I think Jack Leach Has put Sterling Albion In front against Cowden Beath um, And a few other goals Going in Um Jamie Vardy scored an own goal Incidentally wow. for, for Leicester Against Burnley Did you see the Going around social media The other day When Jamie Vardy Played non-league football And he was doing interviews um, With students And it was a picture Of Jamie Vardy And he had the Kind of lumberjack Shirt on But with a hoodie up And the pair of shorts And you just think How far Someone oh, has came story, isn't it? In that you know, space there, there, of time There has to be a movie At some point Because we, we now kind of Take it for granted Don't we Because we've heard it And yeah uh-huh. and, Oh and good Yeah he went from non-league To win the Premier League And play for England yeah. Good on him But really if you do Stop to think about it It's remarkable Yeah And to win the championship With Leicester uh, In that time as well You know Everyone said Oh a miracle Never happened again So what It happened to him yeah, producer Calm reliably informs me there is actually a movie in the works. I was just seriously uh, yeah, shows how much I know. Inverness one, Queen of the South nil. Sean Welsh on the twelfth minute. Dodgy's got them flying up there. 
Doing very well yep. Yeah Inverness Cali Thistle Strange Well John Robertson obviously Had to had to move uh, Upstairs Because of family reasons But Billy Dodds coming in Deserves his chance He's, he's been a number two for years But knows his stuff And Got them playing good stuff up there uh, good open game at Dundee you have to say both teams with some, some chances and some sights at goal and uh, giving it a a fair go it's been entertaining stuff 15 minutes gone still goalless 4 for 1 Albion Rovers nil Stefan McCluskey on 11 minutes and we do have a goal at Dens Goal Flashes with AspireGlasgow.com uh, Dundee nil, Rangers 1 And it's Joe Aribo Who puts the visitors in front We said it had been a nice open game Dundee have had some chances They've had some moments But the ball was flicked on to Aribo in the box He finished well And it's Dundee nil, Rangers 1 I this, think uh, Aribo sorry. looked uh, good in midweek too uh, He really brings another dimension to Rangers When he's on his game uh, And that's the kind of start You think Rangers would build on that Gordon? Yeah, it's um, unfortunate for Dundee because it's one of those games that if you're playing Rangers, you start well, you create a couple of half chances, that first goal becomes so important, but once you concede it, you let Rangers in your side, it's a terrific ball, you've got to say, it's good play, and it's a real calm finish from Maribo. Um, he just takes up a brilliant position and slots it by the goalkeeper, but it's very good play for Rangers. I have to say, Mark, it's a wonderful pass from yeah. Morello. Something yeah. that maybe he doesn't get the credit for, or, or hasn't isn't known to be a huge part of his game. But it's a lovely flick round the corner, and Aribo provides a good finish. Yeah, great vision from Morello's just into him first time from Tavernier round the corner, just flicks it into Aribo's path. Aribo, good first touch and a good finish, but you've got to see the build-up play before it even gets to Morelos. It's terrific. I think it's actually Aribo who nicks it off the Dundee midfielder to start the move. There's probably about 10, 12 passes in there before it gets to Morelos and a well-constructed goal. You can tell the level of players. You look at Dundee there. They've just come up from the Championship. I can't I, I can't see who the, the actual player is But he drops Aribo Aribo's so clever He's on his shoulder He makes the move The the defender doesn't know where he is And it's a terrific ball around the corner As you said Gordon And what a very very good finish indeed So Rangers in control of this one at Dens Park Yeah it's the down payment On putting additional pressure on Celtic uh, Who have all of their concerns With injuries and uh, looking to be seriously depleted in attack uh, so if Rangers build on it and do get the 7 point lead over Celtic then it sets the scene for what should be a very intriguing game with Dundee United tomorrow it's a clinical mark because hmm. Dundee will probably be relatively happy with their start to the game they've created a couple of chances of their own Rangers hadn't been banging down the door yet but it's just that quality the combination yeah. over the pitch and it's you know c- cut Dundee open well it's, it's what separates these sides more often than not is the quality in the final third you know the ability to, to play the final pass the the willingness and the understanding of a rebel knowing that Morelos has that ability to find him and that quite often will let Dundee down the final third I know they've got Griffiths up there but the guys behind Griffiths may not have that you know, finesse to, to pick things out. But Rangers, you know, once or twice up the park, you can quite clearly see their quality in the final third. But it was a brilliant goal, you know, never mind the pass from Morelos. The way that Rangers were patient and Lundstrom works it out of Tavernier and he plays it into Morelos, but the vision and the way to pass as well is brilliant. And uh, like you said, Dundee would have probably been 
quite satisfied how they started, but against top sides, you give up, you know, possession like that, you give, you know, a couple of yards either side of your man, and you get punished, as is right. I think it's John McGee just switches off. Mm. Thinks, well, thinks Morelos isn't going to find Aribo, doesn't bother to track him. Before you know it, you're one down. Well, now, you know, you have Dundee trailing, and they're the team who haven't scored in five mm. games and 20 minutes and counting. Yeah. Uh, so you know, they need two to win and haven't scored in the last seven and a half hours nearly eight hours now uh, so they, they have to find a goal from somewhere to galvanise because the longer it goes on the monkey on your back just not scoring they're approaching eight hours without a goal now quick reminder of your teaser please Hugh ok since and including the 2014 World Cup nine goalkeepers have played in a World Cup or at the Euros and also played in Scotland at some point in their career. Who are they? Okay, Chris Riordan's got a few right, um, but he's gone for Arthur Boric. No, <laughs> wrong time frame. I think he also threw in the likes of Roy Carroll. Not here. Okay, he's not on the list. Lots of you are giving this a good goal, but bear in mind you need to get them all. You need to get them all. Um, I mean, Peto or Pato Pato I don't know Says uh, Boric And then says Easy days fellas But it's not Because after Boric Is not right I think you have to listen To the first few words Since And including The 2014 mm. World Cup That's the important Indeed. thing We're talking about The last seven years Yeah so no Arthur Boric uh, There are other names On there that most people Are getting right Mikko has got Again most of them But he's thrown in Ophir Marciano Former mm, Hibs keeper no, no. no he has not They've not been At a tournament Since 1970 which is a little bit before 2014 And I don't think Marciano played So you're fine You're off the hook on that one Keep your answers coming please On Twitter At Clyde SSB Loads of good responses on Twitter To your uh, Your dream golf four ball In tribute to the Ryder Cup Now we're all really about football But I know lots of people will be interested So we thought we'd kind of blend the two together uh, Peter Ramsey's gone McCoist Get some good humour in there Yeah, yeah. Dalgleish So he's Covering off football legends in Scotland, there. Bill Murray. Oh, he likes his golf. He likes his yeah. golf, and you'd get the humour. So yeah. that, I'll, see, I like that. He's thinking there, and Phil Mickelson, because you want somebody to, to show you around, and, and he's obviously known as being a quite a nice guy, isn't he? Yeah. Quite. Um, Another one, Michael Jordan, maybe in there somewhere. Don't you steal mine? He's on mine. Oh, I'll genius. give you mine in a minute. Oh. Um, Lewis Mackay, I love this. So Lewis Mackay's gone sentimental. My two grandfathers and Shug. Yeah, <laughs> all Lewis has go. gone for. Uh, Thomas Brooks wants David Tennant Okay, fair enough Doctor Who? <laughs> yeah, Doctor uh, Sam Torrance And I don't know if this is a tribute to you, Gordon Natalie Imbruglia, incidentally, oh, he wants Oh, yeah um, Yeah, so Do you know what I like about Lewis, right? Lewis actually sent me one a minute ago that says My late grandfather, Roy Keane and Shug then he's remembered about his other grandfather, so he's bumped Roy Keane. <laughs> <laughs> he's put him in. He's kept you. Kept you, Sean. I feel honoured. JC Boy's gone Greg Norman, Sean Connery, Paul Sturrock. Guess what team he supports? Oh. Mm. Yeah, there we go. I love Paul. Paul's a great Plymouth. guy. Paul Sturrock. Mickle, want, Mickle wants. I, I said yours was random. This, this is worse. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Sheen. 
William Wallace and Paul McStay. <laughs> William Wallace? <laughs> Does he mean William Wallace that played at Lisbon? No, no I, I really don't think so. He says, I've no idea why. It just sounds like a decent day. <laughs> Come on, Gordy, give us your four. Right, well, okay. three, is it three? Or... Well, it'll be three plus me. I need to right, be involved go, go. on yeah, So you've, you've stolen one. Yeah, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, because again, I'm. I'm go- I'm trying to go the fact that he's big into his golf and you've seen him at the, mm, the Ryder, Ryder Cup, Cup last night when I was working at Glen Eagles 2014 he was there and I thought I need to find this guy I need to try and get an, in- a- an interview for Super Scoreboard with Michael Jordan now you can't really miss him he's massive mm-hmm. um, but somehow couldn't quite track him down and he probably would have given me the custard pie anyway but the, the one that got away so him in there for sure I think his stories you all watched The Last Dance during lockdown didn't you mm-hmm. and he's mm-hmm. big into his golf as well the it's a bit cliche, but it has to be Tiger Woods. Just just has to be the one and only sportsman I think I've ever seen. Because I mean, I, every, I get to sit across from sporting royalty like Gordon Deal and Mark Wilson every week. So I'm not easily starstruck. But he would be the first one that I, when he walks by you, he's genuinely got a sort of yeah yeah. Light did you see him shining soon? out his head? Um, did you see him? St Andrews. St Andrews. I I met him at Royal Troon. But we need something different here. Met. So we need we need something different. So. Past or present, Robin Williams is going in. Ah, for mm. a bit of humour? Bit of humour. And you ever seen his famous sketch yeah, about the, the golf? golf. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Good some thinking. of his films are spectacular. So there we go. That's the four. Mm. And Lee Griffiths a few moments ago had a sort of snapshot from the edge of the box, easily held by John McLaughlin. And before that, there was a volley from Dundee that uh, John McLaughlin uh, didn't hold easily. He had to do some work to save it. Uh, so he's getting a, a, a flurry of activity to deal with John McLaughlin, but he's handling it all well. Mark, what would yours be? Oh, um, I would go down the same route as you with Tiger Woods. Oh, I, th- I can't believe you have to. It just has I, to. You have to. I mean, the greatest golfer of all time. Has Plus, he's, he's, he's got a few stories. No, no, he's very <laughs> quiet. I, I met him at Royal Troon. I was in the hotel in the open. It's quiet to you. And well, he was sitting. He, he actually came in. He was standing. Then he sat down. He was having a coffee, and I was sitting across. And all right, Tig. And <laughs> it, it was, it was Before very, you lie anymore Let me give you one of these Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com Hearts 1 Livingston nil. It's Michael Smith With the goal For the Jambos Not a lot going on In the early stages Both teams cancelling Each other out But it is the home side Who've taken the lead Through Michael Smith Mackay to Cochrane Then a layoff And a great finish well, Defenders are scoring against you You get a bit of ball On your hands uh, scores a few though doesn't he Michael Smith he pops up here and there but uh, it's, it's not the, the, the best start it's, a, it's amazing you know Livy beat Celtic then go to Ibrox can't have a shot at goal for 90 minutes and now they're at Tencastle mm. and a goal behind so I tell you the, what, what the, a schedule. There was no uh, no kickback from the win over Celtic. So yeah, what a schedule for David uh, David week. Martindale. Looking at that, when the fixtures come out and and the cup fixtures come out, and between that, you think, wow, what a week! If we can get, you know, one win out of that, that's a result. And they've, they've done that. They got it against Celtic. Don't think he would have expected much at Ibrox. And today against a Hearts side who. Are, are going well in the league I don't think he would have expected much either you know regardless of the stats that David Friel told us beforehand with, with the previous fixtures I think David Martindale would have known it's going to be a hard mm. afternoon so I fully expected Hearts to win that one um, I'd I, I, go back to the four balls so Tiger Woods definitely um, I, I don't know I think I'd have to go Bruni. No, I was kind of no, hoping you all had thought go, about this and no, had answers I, for I, me I, I certainly hadn't thought about it so <laughs> apologies I, I think Another one was Sean Connery. I think he's well in his golf. Yeah, 
And it'd have to be somebody with humour as well. So no, Billy Connolly, but he's not into golf, is he? Billy Connolly. No, it's Kevin it's more Bridges. Like a, a dinner party. Ke- Kevin Bridges. That, yeah. You want him? But you get one of them, then you wouldn't be the worst golfer in the the four. Then, exactly. That's the case. It's always great playing a four ball, and there's one person that's worth oh, you. It's isn't great. It, it just it doesn't happen too often for you, does it? It happened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> happened not so long ago. Boy, I was delighted. Yanis uh, Hadji was down a couple of moments ago, but I think he's fine. He's obviously had a. He's been through the wars this season. Took that kick early in the season against Livingston, didn't he? Opening day had to come off. He's obviously had his COVID problems as well. Um, but uh, given all the praise that he got during the week He will be hoping to continue Three saves in three minutes All from Liam Kelly All from Blair Spittle uh, So they are pushing hard uh, Ross County for an equaliser So not as straightforward that one As some of you lot thought And Graham Alexander has been booked No way Again No way Was he booked mm. last week? Yeah Yeah yeah, he's no stranger to the referees. Yeah, he was complaining See after that? Woolery was penalised for a shoulder charge. Now, if Fraser Wishart was on the show, he would remind me. Roger Hanna might know this season. There, there is a a, tot- a totting up procedure because in the when they started it previously, they were just getting a flavour of it to to find out, you know, how many managers would get booked. It was almost mm. like a trial. Now, after so many bookings, I think a manager will incur I think um, a, a touchline ban. Half a dozen, I think it is. Yeah. I, th- I thought There's it's no point booking them I thought it was five here, But I'll go with half Well it's six for a player isn't it Yeah There's got to be some sort of Cut off You can't just yeah, get yeah. booked in, in every league game And nothing happens I think so. if, if you get booked six times Then you deserve a, 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 a little ban um, Because managers are supposed to set the tone um, So I don't know what it is about Graham Alexander He always comes across an interview As not the excitable type but clearly something comes over him when the game starts They changed the dugouts this year for him So that he can get nearer the assistant ref- yeah, referee queue And I think You've just decided that's why I think I guarantee that's you That's the official reason Well it's my official right, reason okay. I'm putting out there um, Well I'll tell you He's obviously um, getting himself caught up in a few I'll be interested to hear what Roger says at half time Why he did get booked I'll I told you because he was complaining about a shoulder barge from Willery Yeah to the assistant referee Next to his dugout who flagged the referee to come over and give him your yellow card? Tell you what, Rangers get away with one there. Tell you what, it's only four bookings for a round. Oh, I, I knew it had to be different from the players. Uh, so it's only four. Fraser Wishart, not even on the show, but he's putting in a shift. Um, four bookings for a man. That must be. Alexander's got. Uh, must have that already. Uh, it's certainly close. Mm. Yeah, yeah close. I was just saying there, Gordon. Rangers get away with one there. McLaughlin to Balligan. What is he, about 10 yards out? Midley's. Midley's penalty box and he tries one round the corner but McMullen's pressing him and he just gets a break of the ball it breaks off McMullen and he's able Balgan's able to pick it up so it's always risky playing out for the back Stephen Gerrard I don't think he'll be comfortable with that uh, kind of level of relaxed play for his, his centre half no, but I, to get away with this I thing. think this game comes into the category that you know to get that second goal for Rangers uh-huh. we'd, we'd see them you know, be very comfortable. Well, it's still 1-0. Dundee are always 
Gotta hope that we can get back into the game. I'm sick of Wisher. I didn't realise where he was today. I know where he is. Nerja, Spain. Yeah, I was going on to the say beach. That. He's, he's, yeah. he's providing the information. Could you imagine oh. that line with suntan lotion? I put you off your dinner. Speedos on. Flip flops. I'll go and get the ice cream sweetheart. Don't worry. You'll have PFA speedos on. Speedos right up there. The big white back. And oh god. The hanky on the baldy head. Oh, can just. Fraser's not baldy. Oh yeah. He's not very baldy indeed. Very yeah. bald indeed The sun is not kind to him He was in here last week He's, he's really not he, At the top He's horrendous That's an idiot What a big patch that's, That should be quite That is thinning That is thinning well, A lot I'm still in his 60s to I'm, be fair he's No, doing no right. I'm not in my 60s I nearly Nearly I'm, f- I'm 50 What are you looking at, Carl? Um, you know, Fraser <laughs> For looking at you You do realise this is radio When you say what are you looking at Callum to the producer Nobody really knows what you're on about uh, uh, but, but you're nearly 60 are you? I'm yes. 60 next year Yeah, hey, what, are we, doing? Oh, what, what are we doing, doing on the show? Oh, you're all invited to we the party lads It's March isn't it? March the 16th oh, I can't wait we'll Put it in your diaries There'll be oh. no show that week where are we going? We're going golfing somewhere I've got it all figured out You want me to bring Tony Bennett? You can bring Tony Bennett and Jim Duffy if you want right. That's not a problem <laughs> Jim, still I know. Jim, Jim Duffy's Duffy. in your dream four ball at golf <laughs> <laughs> And you stand in here with him every Friday Your um, your parody Twitter account Gordon DL Stupendous <laughs> Now he's obviously he knows you Well he would as your parody twi- Twitter account He says your four ball This is based on some of your finest moments on the show Natalie Imbruglia Yes Who you claim you opened a shop with in Kirkcaldy Katie Price Who's the only person you follow on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> And Stevie Nicks Who you famously thought was a man Oh <laughs> so that, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Penalty To Hearts The chance to go 2-0 up Liam Boyce doesn't tend to make many mistakes From the spot Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com And he doesn't make a mistake this time either Liam Boyce scored against his former club Ross County last week Has scored against Livy today And it's now looking even more comfortable Hearts 2 Livingston nil. Well David Martindale can nip upstairs From the dugout to the restaurant Make a reservation for tomorrow for the family uh, As Rangers go close to scoring a second goal there uh, And it was Kamar Roof Do you think they should do better there Hugh? He, he takes up a great position I think his touch is, is great Just takes it by the defender easily Maybe on that left foot Bit Not the strongest Yeah I think he's I got think he's taken a nick though I think he's got to be A, a little bit disappointed With the quality that he's um, got It was for By the way that Hearts penalty It was Rangers loanee Ben Williamson For a foul on Benny Beningamy And uh, Liam Boyce Making no mistake Well it's good for Hearts um, You know I said earlier That the Rangers fans Will ignore All of the teams Who are beneath Rangers but above Celtic They'll just ignore them Because Hearts, Hibs and uh, I, I know Aberdeen are beneath Celtic at the minute But they, they, There's no faith in them To go and do anything In terms of the league Well Hearts and Hibs This season Should be at least putting up A decent job of challenging And that's all you can ask And Hearts Undefeated so far this season Uh are doing that and it's up to Hibs tomorrow when they play St Johnston although that'd be a, a difficult game for them so all you ask is that the clubs in Edinburgh 
maintain the challenge and keep it all interesting and hearts are doing that I wonder where the crowd is there today they usually got a, a, a packed house when they're going well hearts um, I think the three guys who walked 47 miles to get there are still sleeping they'll, they'll, they'll be awake though because hearts are they'll entertaining be, no, them they're, they're, they'll be gone. the, the Tynecastle Arms up the road you know the Tynecastle Arms in the corner in? is that the yeah. one right in the corner yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. no well never been just drove, driven past it I've been <laughs> nice establishment is it used to be Owned by a famous ex-Hearts goalkeeper, Jim Cruikshank. You remember? Oh, Jim, Jim Cruikshank! What a goalkeeper yeah, he was! Yeah, used to be his. Used to kick the ball up to Drew Busby and Donald Ford. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the but buzzer. <laughs> Mark Wilson's looking as if he's making this up, but he's not. Oh, he knows right. his stuff. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, uh, pretty packed at Tynecastle, according to David Friel. So I don't know if you were looking for a specific number, or will pretty packed no, do? No, pre- pretty packed Great. will do me uh, fine, Gordon. I just think that Hearts are one of those clubs that. I do welcome them back into the league. I think they bring so much. Uh, and if they're doing well, which they are just now, then they really get good crowds. Could you imagine, there. Hearts, if they were serious, and I mean legitimate Contenders. challengers for the title? You could fill Tynecastle with Hearts fans and Hearts mm-hmm. fans alone. That's how big they are. To be fair, though, people, it's even you're a, a fan of clubs out with Celtic and Rangers, who you. You follow them because you love them. That you you don't only do it because you think they're going to win the league. No, but I they just, might add a little bit on. I, but I, you take St Johnson for instance; they they're winning as much as they can win, but they don't suddenly find all these extra fans. I understand that, but the frenzy that would be attached to it. That, I'm old enough to remember when they were seven minutes away from winning the title at Dens Park. Yeah. The frenzy that was attached to Hearts that season. Um, you know that. Was that Alec McDonald and Sandy Jardin? Sandy yes. Uh, what a day that was on Super Scoreboard, let me tell you. Uh, Stirling Albion 2 up against Cowdenbeath now. Dylan Macken uh, with the goal there. Um, Rangers and Dundee, still the same. Dundee nil. Rangers won that Joe Aribo goal separates the side. Still a decent game, Gordon. Dundee are not yeah. out of it by any means. No, I'm enjoying it. Uh, both teams got having a go. I, th- I think Dundee, apart from losing that goal, would have been pleased with their performance 40 minutes into the game uh, McPake will take a lot out of it but the problem is they have to go chasing at one point to get back in and that's where Rangers can cut you home I said earlier Gordon this is one of those scenarios that Steven Gerrard will just be looking for that second goal and I think they'd be very very comfortable um, we had a rerun of our Ebo's goal and as much as we talk about the build up I thought the quality of the finish it was it was absolutely superb. Yeah, because Mark, in a strange way, I'll try and do this justice. His touch isn't brilliant, but but as if that that makes absolutely no <laughs> sense. But you, it, it sort of bobbles, yeah. but but he does enough to get it in his path, I yeah. guess, which makes it a good touch. If you know what I mean, it doesn't it does. doesn't look great. It's not easy in the eye. It's not one that he's killed stone dead, but it's an awkward ball, and he manages to. Get it into his path and, yeah. and provide the finish Very difficult that one to take uh, But he does well to get it out of his feet And finishes lovely um, You've got to say Rangers You know are playing some good stuff When they get in, into the final third You've just seen Hardy there Linking with Roof And lovely little one-two You've seen Roof moments ago Where he's uh, You know A good first touch past Fontaine And he probably should have done better with the finish So when they're getting in the final third It looks pretty slick for Rangers at the minute But Dundee Still not out it. They've created A number of chances I, I count Is it Lee Griffiths got, Had three chances Lee so Griffiths far Lee Griffiths yeah. Is about to be subbed off And Jason Cummings Is coming on So I assume That's a knock um, A calf issue I know there was talk um, During the week James McPake Referenced a potential injury 
Um, but Jason Cummings is going to come on for Lee Griffiths on 39 minutes. Well, you'd assume it was a knock. You can't see it being for a, a poor performance. He's put himself in good positions, just not taking any of the chances. I'm sure he'll get a, a yeah, decent reception. Yeah, you can see it as a knock. You can see the way he's, he's limping off. Yeah. And what about the Leicester game? Always happens that, doesn't it? Yeah. How often does a player score at both ends in a game? Jamie Vardy has scored an own goal and one in the right end. And it's Leicester 1, Burnley 1 as Lee Griffiths goes off. One for the movie. Movie script, that one for Vardy. Yeah. But Jason Cummins, I mean, huge experience as well. Um, but probably not as clinical a finisher as Lee Griffiths. But he, he knows his way about the penalty box. Former Rangers player, of course. Yeah. A few good lines Jason Cummins In his, his interviews Previously <laughs> His left foot could Open a tin open of beans a tin of, And tin of beans. had the touch of an angel One touch day Touch of an angel yeah. That's right And he missed Was remember it the, he, the penalty he Penenka the penalty And missed <laughs> and then said Oh it's because I got my hair cut Like Pirlo <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah He is a character But I, I always felt That he had the ability To be better Than what he was And maybe Maybe too much Of the character stuff Might have Stunted his career a, a wee bit But he's got a chance now um, Let's do the final warning on the oh. teaser please Hugh Since and including the 2014 World Cup Nine goalkeepers have played in a World Cup or at the Euros And also played in Scotland at some point in their yeah. career Name them I like this, Jamie Ewings has taken part Now Jamie is a, is a goalkeeper Played mm. for Motherwell and he's now a coach And uh, I think at Motherwell and uh, work, some work for the Scottish FA and so on And he, he's obviously trying to tap into the goalkeeping knowledge here And I think he might actually <laughs> I think he might actually have them all um, Or certainly most of them um, Lucas wants to know if Adam Bogdan is on there No he's not uh, Some people are very sure about Arthur Boric But he did not play in Euro 2016 Fabianski and Chesney rotated for Poland And Boric did not play Um Who else is in here? McShorty, Sean's gone for Mark's old pal, Lucas Zaluska. No, not there. He's not on there either. Okay, we'll call this a three-minute warning. We'll round it up very soon. Uh, let's see what you can come up with on there at Clyde SSB. We are still asking for your dream golf four-ball in tribute to the Ryder Cup, which is on this weekend. Brian has raised the intellectual level here. I can oh. guarantee you lot have not heard of two of these, because neither have I. <laughs> He's gone for Prof- Professor Sir Graham Teasdale, a brain surgeon. Oh, I know. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I follow um, him yeah, closely. Gordon's read his autobiography. Um, Art Stacey. Oh. Is he a jazz musician? <laughs> He's a pilot, close. Oh. And <laughs> what? Bruce Dickinson, you get that one. Oh, he's a heavy rock musician. Oh, is he? Iron yeah. Maiden frontman and pilot, though. Yeah. So Brian's obviously into oh, his aerospace it's... role. Ooh, here's a, an important goal before half time. Goal flashes. With AspireGlasgow.com Motherwell 1, Ross County 1 We did say that Ross County have had some chances And eventually the pressure has told And as Regan Charles Cook who started the season well uh, Produced a, a good moment for the Ross County goal last week And uh, has had some, some flashes at Celtic Park Certainly in the, the, the game before that one and he's found the back of the net himself today Motherwell 1, Ross County 1 Well you see last week uh, it was the same story against Hearts Ross County simply would not lie down uh, It finished 2-2 at the end And they're showing great resilience under Malky Mackay It's one of those mark a cross come shot That goes past everyone and finds yeah. its way into the corner There's often not a 
great deal you can do about that? I don't think so because the goalkeeper's usually anticipating someone touching it, a defender's maybe thinking it's going to run through. Um, but a good time to score for Ross County. Poor time, obviously, for Motherwell to lose a goal. Um, but Reagan Charles good, yes, started the season well, and Malky Mackay needs that for his team to survive this season. It certainly wasn't in the Motherwell script, Gordon, and they got off to such a great start as well. Um, you know, Ross County are down there. They've not had a, a victory yet. Um, they're fighting for their lives. As they showed good character, good spirit last week against Hearts. Uh, Malcolm Mackay just, you know, trying to organise them to get that first victory on the board and uh, start climbing that table. But I'm just hoping that deadly front three of Motherwell can produce another goal. Uh, we'll tell you what, let's round off the teaser then Just yeah. in case we get any late drama in the first half The first half teaser With Sunday's Scottish Sun Free goals, pull out, plus Davy Province Frank and Fearless Column Since and including the 2014 World Cup Nine goalkeepers have played in a World Cup Or at the Euros And also played in Scotland at some point in their career They are David Marshall Daniel Bachman Danny Ward Kasper Schmeichel Yaija Kawashima Joe Hart Michael McGovern Darren Randolph and Tim Krul There we go Great answers If you got all them I am very very impressed Even the ones who didn't get them all Still threw a good number of them in So great standard out there as usual uh, Chris Reardon, well done to you. Chris was in third place. Uh, Kieran Conlon in second place. And the winner of the first half teaser, the gold medalist, the bragging rights holder, is Jonathan Brooks. Well done to you, Jonathan. How many did you two get? We've we done, we done all right. But Five. Un- but unfortunately, we missed... There's not a chance you got Kawashima. No chance. Mm. No, but... There is not a chance you got Daniel Backman. Yes. Yes, we did. Oh, got really? Backman. Okay. Uh, here's one for you. I got Randolph. Did you get... Michael McGovern Yes yes. I, we were that good at Michael McGovern I, <laughs> I wrote it down And Daz gave me the old elbow I've got one Wrote down so Michael what McGovern what did you not get then? Marshall You didn't get Marshall Oh my goodness <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah 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 Well that was a, that was a tough one Kawashima Not many could have got that We've got a good who am I in the second half as well So thanks for taking part to that one Stay tuned This one's even tougher you could say because uh, we're only looking for the one name Dundee nil Rangers 1 as we approach half time all square between Motherwell and Ross County and Hearts comfortable 2-0 up against Livy so we'll get the half time story from each of them keep your dream four balls coming in it's a tribute to the Ryder Cup with a bit of a football spin for today's show what's your dream four ball we've had some brilliant suggestions uh, I must admit some names that I didn't expect to see on there um, that last say, four ball Was there any explanation Why he chose those names That no one's heard of I'll tell you what He'll get a lift people. home I think he's just googled He'd get a lift home Intellectual people <gasps> Nah Brian's smart guy Knows yeah. his stuff Yeah, yeah. absolutely um, Just if you are interested It's taken a bit of a turn At the Ryder Cup So oh, this go, afternoon go. Europe leading one mm-hmm. USA leading one And the other two are all square Well I'm really counting in Europe bit. Because I've got the Jaffa cakes And the chocolate in the fridge and obviously the crisps and the nibbles and for chocolate in the fridge. Yeah. Oh, you got to put chocolate in the fridge. Do you no. not? No. Oh, what's wrong with you? Oh, chocolate in the fridge. Absolutely. Yeah. No, no, no. no. All it's got to be room temperature. I, I still put it in. The this freezer. is the co- This is the. This is the biggest argument that Mister and Mrs Duncan have. To be honest. Are yeah. you? Yeah. You're a fridge I'm man. I'm a fridge man. Yeah. You got to not. put it in the fridge. Uh, it's half time at 
Ostends Park, uh, I think. Yes, no. Okay, according to according to the the TV is whether we can speak to Alex and Andrew. Um, I'm not so sure. Is it half time elsewhere? Let's go to yeah. Let's go to yeah. Let's just go to Dens Park. It is half time. Basketball game that we've had here at Dens Park. Both sides taking turns to attack. Lots of chances for Joe Arrivo. The only one to find the net so far. The home side attacked right from the off. Paul McMahon a shot from the edge of the box in the opening second. That one was blocked. Griffiths then couldn't get a clean header on a cross from the right. Rangers' first opening came in a crowded Dundee box. A few passes to try and make some space for Kamar Roos. Shot wide and back at the other end. Jordan McGee got on the end of Sean Burns' cross but headed straight to McLaughlin. It was end-to-end. -end. The visitors made the most of their next opportunity, though. Great build-up play. And then when the ball came to Morelos at the edge of the box, it was a really smart flick round the corner to Joe Rebo, who took a touch before finding the net for 1-0. A couple of chances for Lee Griffiths before he was substituted off with an injury. A good volley from the edge of the box that was saved by John McLaughlin and a more tame effort a few moments later. Then a final chance for Rangers before half-time. Kamar Roof did well to create an opening for himself with some nice touches and he forced Adam Langston's into a save to tip the ball over the bar. Joe Rebo's goal, the difference so far at Dens Park. Half-time, it's Dundee nil. Rangers won. And Alex have been so many chances but it was one real bit of quality that's a difference so far. Yeah, it was a lovely play down the right-hand side from Tavernier into Morelos. A little flick around the corner Arrivo so composed he just lots into the far corner but I have to say it's been a thoroughly enjoyable 45 minutes both teams as you say is like a basketball game end to end trying to get the goals and you have to say Lee Griffiths a couple of opportunities prior to coming off with that calf injury and then as you said they're a good piece of skill by Kmart Roof I think Stephen Gerrard will be thinking this is a little bit too open uh, at the moment they'll need that second goal if they're going to go and get uh, all three points I think we've lost the guys at Dens Park. As you can hear, let's go to Firth Park and get the halftime story with Roger Hanna. Roger Hanna. He's still playing here, Gordon. And it's okay, we'll go to David Friel first then. Halftime at Tyne Castle, David. Halftime, Gordon, and it's Hearts 2, Livingston 0. Goals from Michael Smith and Liam Boyce have put Hearts in total control at the break. It was a quiet start. Both sides took a little while to settle, but Hearts opened the score with a brilliant move in 25 minutes. Barry Mackay left Adam Lewis for dead in the right wing and picked out Alex Cochran with a brilliant cross heel pass. He played a first time layoff back to Michael Smith and his shot crashed past Max Dyack from 14 yards. It was a stunning finish and it was one wing back setting up the other wing, wing back which tells you everything about the way Hearts are attacking right now. Levy looked a bit leggy after a tough week, you'd expect that and Hearts pushed for a second goal. Ben Woodburn's fierce free quick almost gone past Levy keeper Shryak but it was 2-0 in 32 minutes after Benny Beringmey was tripped by Ben Williamson in the box. Gavin Duncan pointed to the spot and Liam Boyce sent Strike the wrong way from the spot. That was his ninth goal of the season and Smith almost added a third before the break but Strike saved his 20-yard effort. Half-time at Tencastle and it's Harps 2, Livy 0. And it is now half-time at Fir Park, Roger Hanna. Yes, it is. Motherwell 1, Ross County 1 at the break. A thoroughly entertaining first 45 minutes with County who lost a goal inside 100 seconds. Fighting back and thoroughly deserving to be on level terms at the interval. Great start for Motherwell. They're on the front foot right from the kick-off and they took the lead inside two minutes. Terrific right foot shot from Callum Slattery's first goal for the club. Slammed into the postage stamp corner from 20 yards past the county goalkeeper, Ashley Maynard Brewer. Tony Watt, he fed Kane Willery for a second chance after five minutes. His cutback will fill behind Kevin Van Veen when the big Dutch striker was just bursting into the six-yard box. 
Bulldogs Wood then turned away from Jordan Tilson after nine minutes but he shot over the bar and that was really the end of Motherwood as an attacking force in the first half County really did take the game to them there was a short free kick with Blair Spittle to Ross Callaghan back to Spittle in the midfield who scored two goals against Hearts last weekend had a shot saved by Liam Kelly Kelly again saving for Spittle moments later this time from a tight angle on the right after the cross from Harry Payton and then a third save from Kelly from Spittle inside three minutes this time extending his right leg to get the ball away from an angle drive Spittle really behind every good attacking move from County he fired a shot over the top after 31 minutes and then after Harry Payton had been booked for a foul on goal scorer Slattery County did get the level of their good attacking play deserved Regan Charles could cut in onto his right foot and left hand side it was an in-swinging ball it looked as if it was directed towards centre forward Jordan White he missed it in the middle everyone missed it in the middle and it sneaked past Kelly and inside the far post for an equaliser. Charles Cook, he's still attempted to book for a foul on Mark O'Hara. Another booking in the first half for Motherwell manager Graham Alexander as well after he berated the fourth official and the linesman when Kane Woolery was penalised for what really looked nothing more than a shoulder charge. All happening in the first half, Motherwell 1, Ross County 1. So interesting, 45 minutes of football across the three games. We will give you a full round-up of the half-time scores next. The fastest goals The expert opinions This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Halftime scores around the country then In the top flight Dundee 0 Rangers 1 Hearts 2 Livingston 0 And Motherwell 1 Ross County 1 In the championship Air United 0 Morton 0 Dunfermline 0 Hamilton 0 Inverness 1 Queen of the South 0 in Scottish League 1 it's Cove 0, Airdrie 0, Dumbarton 0, Alloa 1, East Fife 0, Clyde 0, Montrose 0, Falkirk 0 and Queen's Park 1, Peterhead 0. In Scottish League 2, Annan 0, Edinburgh City 2, 4 for 1, Albion Rovers 0, Kelty Hearts 1, Stranraer 0, Stenhouse Muir 0, Elgin 1 and Stirling Albion 2, Cowdenbeath 0. The English Premier League 2 full-time results from earlier, Chelsea 0, Man City 1, and Man United 0, Aston Villa 1. In At half-time, I should say, Everton 1, Norwich 0, Leeds 1, West Ham 0, Leicester 1, Burnley 2, Watford 0, Newcastle 1. Let's try and go back uh, to Alex Ray at Dens Park. We lost you a little bit, Alex, if you want to just yep. give us a, a rundown on what you made of that first half. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it, Gordon. It was end-to-end stuff. You know, both teams trying to get that opening goal. So the, the goal from Arriba was terrific. A lovely ball around the corner from Morelos. Arriba slotted it away very calmly after 16 minutes. And you have to say that Dundee have really played their part in this. You know, they've continued to press really high up. Paul McMillan and Griffiths, before he went off, have created several opportunities. You know, a comfortable save for jo- John McLaughlin in the end. But you just get a feeling... That if Rangers don't get this second goal, you know, there's a mistake in the back line. They've tried to play out several times from Golson, Balligan and Tavernier. And there's been a little turnover of possession, a little bit careless, Gordon. And they'll have to be mindful of that if they're going to get the three points today. What will Stephen Gerrard's message be then? Will it be that to, to not be so um, sloppy and inviting to Dundee? Yeah, the, the problem they have is with Rangers is they try and play out for the back. So they have to take some sort of risk, but they have to do it at the right time. And uh, when they do break that press... I feel as if they're going a little bit too direct at times, Gordon, because when they have managed to get through that press, they've carved Dundee open at will. So they have to do that a lot more. And they have to be a little more ruthless in the final third, Gordon. And it has, it's almost as if they're trying to create the perfect goal up, back, through, round the corner. I would just like to see one or two of them with the strikers be a little bit more 
uh, as I said, ruthless and try and take pot shots when it's on to do it. And uh, that's how they're gauged. You know, I've been saying this about guys like Aribo who does manage to get on the score sheet today. Be selfish, particularly the, the, the strikers, and don't be afraid to unleash uh, a shot. Yeah, certainly a moment of quality though for the goal, Alex. Between the build-up before it even gets to Morelos, then the flick round the corner, and then the finish from Aribo. Yeah, they've actually tried that several times where Morelos has dropped off, Gordon, and the ball hasn't quite gone through. They've had willing runners. Aribo's tried to go in behind uh, Kmart Roof, and on the right-hand side, Tavernier's tried to do it as well, where they've tried to kind of get him coming short, Morelos trying to flick in. And to be fair to the Dundee defence, I've recognised that danger early enough and snuffed it out. But they have to do it so much more, Gordon. But for me, they're going a little bit too direct, and I feel as if it's bread and butter for Fontaine, Sweeney and Ashcroft to deal with. Uh, Lee Griffiths off injured just before half time Alex, he had a couple of opportunities A couple of things that couldn't quite fall for him A couple of moments he couldn't maybe sort out his feet Or adjust his body quick enough And Dundee have offered quite a lot in this game, haven't they? Yeah, without doubt I think uh, Paul McMillan's put a hell of a shift in Gordon You know, they've, they've decided that they're going to press When they feel as if it's on to do so And him and Griffiths managed to get real good pressure And you're right there, Lee Griffiths I, Again, I, I don't mind jumping this guy's back a fit Lee Griffiths gets two connections better than that. His first one was very comfortable, doesn't quite get it out of his feet. And the second one, he chokes a shot into the ground and doesn't trouble John McLaughlin either. And it's just not ham for him at the moment. And it looks as if it's his calf again. You know, he's had recurrence of this injury throughout the course of the last couple of years. And it looks as if he will probably have a bit of uh, time in the uh, physio's uh, treatment room. I know you can't draw exact comparisons but if we're being loose with them last week against Motherwell had Rangers just found that second goal early on the game probably would have been over so is that the same story here this afternoon yeah without doubt Gordon you actually get that feeling as well Gordon you know every time that Dundee are kind of like a long throw by Fontaine the second balls it's exactly what you'd be looking for from Dundee you know when they get the ball in that final third they'll just throw it into the box and uh, you're absolutely right until they get this second goal I don't think Steven Gerrard or his players can relax uh, as I said earlier on I just feel as if they have to be more braver in possession and work their way through the lines a lot more second half coming up next Scottish football's league leader this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard